<laughs> it's Mr. 305 checking in for the remix. You know they had that 75 Street Brazil. Well, this year's gonna be called Gaiocho. Que hola, gata. Que hola, omega. And this how we gonna do it. Dale. One, two, three, four. Uno, dos, tres. I know cuatro. you want me. You know I want you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. We are on site today in a western suburb of Illinois. It is myself, Chris Ramiro, and our very special guest. For those of you who have been involved in the Chicago indie wrestling scene and get your tickets at the door at AEW, you will know this man. He goes by the name Tony Rican, correct? Yes, Rican. 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 I hope I'm saying that right. Tony, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having us today at your humble abode. Oh, thank you for having me on. All right. So we were guests on your YouTube show, Average, Average Guy Gourmet, yeah. right? Yes. Um, and we're sitting down and we're eating some... Tell us what we're eating right here. Bacon cheeseburger tater tot cups. Bacon cheeseburger tater tot cups with... Topped with a pickle. With a butter chip pickle. Oh, butter, butter chip pickle. <laughs> I feel like you got it when we were doing the video, you had all those buzzwords in there, right? Like <laughs> butter chip pickle, not just pickle. <laughs> so that's good. So yeah, great presentation value in that video. Um, and we'll probably talk about that. I'd say, like, why not talk about the uh, the YouTube channel? And you're catching some some fame, right? Or like, yeah, the the wheels are turning, right, on the yeah, channel? Yeah, I've, I've got almost 5,000 subscribers at this point. Okay. Done a little broadcast TV where they've uh, leased my videos, put them on broadcast TV. Nice. Had a couple sponsors, so things are starting to move on it. So what's that YouTube channel? It's uh, just Average Guy Gourmet. Average Guy if Gourmet. If you Google Average Guy Gourmet, you're going to come up with the either the YouTube channel, the... Um, website. The website. Okay. Or the Facebook. You're going to come up with one of them. Mm-hmm. And you were, huh. telling, you were telling us that you were... Um, whereas we're sitting here watching Kalisto, who's a friend of yours, correct? Yeah, I, I, I've worked with Kalisto. Well, he's always been great. Yes. A lot better than me. But I, <laughs> I've worked with him well before he was famous. Before he, was fa- before he got big, yes. We're, yes. we're watching a Kalisto carry Enzo through a match here. This is right before Survivor Series on a Sunday. And you were talking about different... Uh, ideas you had because you wanted like well let's 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 back it up even further where did like the idea or the passion or the drive come to like start a youtube channel did you have like uh, just a hole that you wanted to fill or like where did that like why what made you say okay i want to start something it was uh it it was a combination of a a hole to fill when i stopped wrestling okay and um and money (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) i I mean uh it was like because I stopped wrestling, and I, I, I mean, I had been doing at one point three to four shows a week. That's a lot. So right? I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I was working a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, like I said, he's came off the road, just stopped wrestling, mm-hmm. and um, I just had tons and tons of downtime and nothing to do with it. Okay, um, one of my friends had introduced me to YouTube and played around with it, and it was just like, whoa, yeah, know. there's something here. Yeah, you could build something. Correct. When did you stop wrestling? Would have been t- July of 2014. Okay. My last match was Scars and Stripes that year. Scars and Stripes. That's for AEW? Yes. Okay. At Bourbon Street. Cool, okay. cool. Um, and we were looking at, we were checking out some of your, uh, your, your, your uh, what was it, Cage Fight DB or something like that, or uh, some kind of internet database. Oh, yeah, yeah. The database uh, site. Because yes. uh-huh. Chris was like, have you, you know, did you look up any of like Tony's work? I was like, well, no. So I started doing it on the. No offense. I started doing it on the uh, car ride over here. And wrestling I just, wise, I'm a little more obscure than you're probably used to. I'm, I, I didn't hit it big. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, for Chris and I, we're like, and some people don't know this, but like, we're open to telling people we're like fairly newer to the indie scene, right? Mm-hmm. So like, if you listen to our other podcasts, we both recently kind of like got back into it. There's kind of that maybe what your son's going through right now. Like, there's that lull, right? We're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, we grew up loving it, and then like we got to get out of it for a little bit, and now we're back in it. So um, during that lull that we had, you were wrestling in the indie scene. So like we we didn't know even about AEW, right? Or, like we're still like only a couple years into kind of going to these shows. Okay, and there's um, only so much you can do to go back and watch a lot of stuff, right? Like there's wrestling all the time. So um, yeah, but it, uh, is uh, is your like 
matches on demand? Are you are you on are the, on the AAW on demand? There, there are a couple of mine on the AAW on demand. Um, okay, like I said, they're probably hidden down at the bottoms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're sort of on yeah. there. Yes, that's cool. Um, so we we noticed that you wrestled Jerry Lynn. Yes, I did. Uh, um, I had done two stints in AAW, and this was when my first stint probably would have been two thousand seven ish. Okay. I want to say about 2007. I think yeah. we saw 07, 08, and we saw then like 13, 14 or right. something there, like that. Right, there was a gap in there. Okay. Um, how was, like, because that was the one that stuck out to me, obviously. I knew I know that name. And it was for the title, correct? Yes, it was. Okay. Yes, it was. It was, um, the funny thing is, like, it, it was, um, to me, he wasn't a name because I've, he's such a cool guy mm-hmm. that whenever you saw him in a locker room, I mean, I met him once in Iowa. Like five, and then five years later, he's like, "Oh, hey, Tony Rican, what's going on?" Yeah, and they're like, well, "How do you know me?" <laughs> he's like, "Oh, we met." Like, but how, why do you? Why do you know me? Right, you know, right. Like, because we met once. Mm-hmm. Like, I barely remember you. But that, no, I mean, he, that's the, cool. He was a really cool guy, and so, um, technically, my first time ever working a name. But mm-hmm. to me, it wasn't like working a name just because he was so cool. And every time I was in a locker room with him, yeah. we just chit chatted and, and BS. So they're like, hey, you're going to. It wasn't something I knew in advance or anything. You know, Danny was just like, hey, you're going to work with Jerry in a short match night. It's like, oh. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> like, and, that's cool. So you probably didn't feel any extra pressure going in because he, he like you said, he was a star, but didn't feel like that too. Right. Because exactly. he was so like personable. Yes. Um, that's cool. So. Stop wrestling in fourteen. Have this a lot of downtime, and you're very uh, straight edge, correct? Or were you did at that, that point? No, okay. no, um, <laughs> <laughs> no. I was going to say that would probably give you a lot more downtime if you're not like at the bars on a say, on a Friday no, night no. or something point, like that. Um, it's just as I went and um, as I got older, it became harder to stay healthier. Yes. So it wasn't like straight edge because I'm oh drinking's bad. It's just. Yeah, I, I wanted to stay healthy, and the older I got, the more difficult it became to right. stay healthy. So one of the easy ways was just to not drink as much. Yeah, no, it's uh, and I wish be, I, I I like that you when we were on the phone earlier. I like that you like just flat out said that because I want I wish more people were like, you know, open to that and like they're. It's I'm starting to see that pop up a lot more. I'm not saying I never have a drink. Right, because right you'll right. catch me at an AAW show where somebody will buy me a drink, and you know. I'll accept it and I'll, and I'll take a yeah. drink, but I'm not like, it's usually I'll take a Bacardi and Coke and have, you know, sip that all night, mm-hmm, except mm-hmm. for my birthday. I was taking right. shots that night. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was drinking pretty good. So, but usually that's what it is. I'll have one drink and, you know, okay. if I'm out at a show, I'll have one drink and nurse it the whole night, but then I won't drink until the next, uh, you know, a month later at the next show. Right, right. That's cool. Um, So then you decide, okay, I'm going to start a YouTube channel and you had like a couple different ideas. What made you kind of stick or want to learn or have this pet drive to make it cooking i wanted uh when exploring the channels a lot of the channels required having other people involved and okay. i started playing around with it okay and uh a lot of times it, it sounds so bad but i learned i couldn't rely on somebody else to be there or to do things that i needed to get done so i realized there's one person that I can rely on, that's going to keep the schedule, that's going to keep things the way I want it. Okay. And literally, that was me at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. So I said, what can I do all by myself, on my own, that I have the knowledge and the ability to, and that left me with a single channel. Okay. Out of, you know, out of all the ideas, which one could I do solely on my own? Yeah. And that was the cooking. Okay. So you didn't cook, though, bef- like, what, what even made cooking an option? Because, like, so, your Twitter profile says you couldn't cook shit two years ago. Yeah. So my, my little brother, Dennis... Um, He's <laughs> the bowtie boss. He's a he's actually a boxing MMA trainer. Okay, he's Will Brooks, uh, striking right. trainer. Mm-hmm. He's got a boxer coming up, and uh, a lot uh, Zoe Hood. And um, but he made fun of me because I called him up once, and this is this is years and years and years ago. But this started my cooking. Yeah, and, and I told I said, "Hey Dennis, I'm uh, I'm making a grilled cheese sandwich." He said, "Yeah." I said, "Okay, I just need one." To know one thing, he said, "What's that?" I said, "Do I butter the toast before or after I put it? Uh, do I butter the bread before or after I put right. it in the toaster?" And he just laughed for the next five <laughs> minutes, <laughs> and that was it. You know, having somebody laugh at me over my inability to cook, I was like, "Okay, I got to get this. I can't. I can't let this stand." Okay, mm-hmm. so that motivated you to 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 learn to teach myself how to cook. To teach yourself how to cook, yeah. cool. And that's a. I feel like that's a unique thing because it's stereotypical, but a lot of guys are just like. 
I don't know how to cook, and I've just kind of conceded that for the rest of my life. I'm never going to learn how to cook properly. Yeah, see, for me, it's like, I feel like if whatever's in the fridge and we had to cook, like, I'll throw something together. Like, I try to look up the recipes or whatever, but mm-hmm. then it's like uh, one fourth of this, and I'm like, I don't have that. Like, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just wing it and put something together, and it usually works out. But, um, but yeah, like, that's, that's my way of cooking. Like, uh, if I plan ahead too much, then I get overwhelmed and don't do it. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and, and it seems like you've, you've, uh, you've done the due diligence, at least from like what Chris and I have, have observed. You've done the due diligence to figure out who your audience is, which is, and it, for your type of model, it's, you need the audience. Otherwise, there is right. no, there is no average guy gourmet. I mean, there can be, but no one's watching it. Right. Um, and you've like, look, we were looking at, like, you've looked in the analytics and you've tailored, um, your recipes too, to kind of be friendly to like an average guy, which is kind of what Chris is regurgitating is like, I'm not going to measure everything. So like when you write out your recipes, it's not, they're not to the T it's like to the, to taste or, well, yeah, like we talked about mm-hmm. the salt and pepper earlier. Right. When I, when I would look up recipes, it says you mm-hmm. need a tablespoon or a teaspoon of salt and, you know, a quarter teaspoon of pepper. And it's like, well, I'm just going to salt and pepper this until I like it. Right. You know, it's like, you know, um, like I said earlier, I'm a garlic household. So mm-hmm. this thing will say, you know, it yeah. takes this much garlic. Well, it takes as much garlic until I like it, which for me is probably two or three times that what the recipe calls for. Right, right. But it makes sense for another, like, down the block, there's probably another guy like you who's, you know, not named Tony Rican, but similar. And, like, he, you're, you're, you're adapting the same mindset, like, of your audience. Right. You know? Sure. Um, so so uh, I feel like... I feel like you got a really good thing going, and I think we just uh, we wish you the best of luck at it for like we're eating some really good food right now. <laughs> right. Um, where do you think this thing is like going to go? Like, what are some future plans you could give us without giving away too much information? I have got three cook uh, e cookbooks in the work right now. Oh, okay, nice. that's a cool. So I've got um, basically it's it's thirty nights, thirty dinners, and five awesome desserts. So that'll okay. be a little e cookbook. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my uh, I'm redoing my fifty states of burgers. Okay. And I'm going to do 10 extra burgers, so it'll be 60 burgers total in an e-cookbook, you know, one inspired by each state, and then also 10 of burgers I think deserve to be in a cookbook. Nice. And then I'm working on a, um, like a, a short, uh, but the essentials, like a quick tour of Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah, because you are cuisine. Puerto Rican, yes. correct? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rican Says cuisine. Tony Rican. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So, uh, and that's a good for 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 aspiring marketers out there. Um, you're repurposing your content right there. Right. Um, so that is like a, that's a huge step. I know that book I sent you, which I'm sure have you powered through that yet? Yeah, I've actually got the the um, I've got it on my phone on my Audible too. Yes, Audible. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was reading that on the way over here. I I've been like I've been uh, taking my time with it. It's a it's a, I'm making reading. I'm not trying to set too high of expectations of myself for reading. I'm just like five pages here, five pages there. So I'm kind of stretching it out a little bit but i sent you that and i just got done with a chapter about like repurposing right so mm-hmm. it sounds like you're you're you know like you already have a 50 bur- states of burgers or like maybe a version of it but you're turning it into a different format like it's, yeah I, mm-hmm. I did it i did it it was um the first project i tackled on the youtube channel okay. i had said i want to do something that's a project or or a theme and um the 50 states of burgers was the first one and i do have to go back and retake some photos but and, and we're tweaking a couple of the burgers because we said, you know, they were good the way they were, but what would make them better? Mm-hmm. So this will, it'll, it'll be a lot of the same, but not exactly the same. So it's not the exact same content. We're like, well, I should yeah. buy the book. I can go here. Well, no, it's not the exact same. Correct. This is, the YouTube was the basis for it. Now I've taken a lot of them a step further, tweaked them a little, or I talked to somebody from that state that said, hey, this is great, but. Yes. I was like, you know what? That's a great idea, and I never would have thought of it not being from there. Yeah, right. that's what they that's what they talk about in the book, too. Don't, don't like, copy and paste from right. blog to ebook. Mm-hmm. Enhance it and then put it exactly. into a different medium. So, so that's why I put out the offer. If you notice on my Facebook, it's like, hey, anybody who's one of my friends mm-hmm. who wants to have a burger, come over. Because yeah. I have to remake the burgers. <laughs> I, I want to take better pictures of them now that I have better lighting and all this right, stuff. Right, right. So I, you know, I put the offer out there, and that's why. It's because... I don't want to just use the same photo you can see on my website that you can see here. Yes. You know, I've got a, an image in my head of how this is all going to come down. Right. And then you're atta- you're getting other fan f- uh, fans, right? And people you yes. know involved. involved in it. Is, is Trent one of those guys? Was he on that list? Trent is. Um, Trent's uh, girlfriend 
is from Hawaii. Um, oh. Nicole, correct? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nicole is from Hawaii, and she said, look, if your Hawaii burger is a grilled freaking pineapple, <laughs> I am going to kick you. And okay. I sat there, and I stared at her. It's like, that's what it and was. And she goes, your freaking burger is a grilled pineapple, isn't it? I said, yeah. So she sat me down, and she goes, this is Hawaiian. Okay. And she said, you know, she gave me, I don't want to give away the recipe right now, yeah, yeah, right. but she gave me this recipe, and I was like, okay, that doesn't seem that hard. She goes, and then, after you do all that, put a grilled pineapple on it. Oh. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. You said you're going to, she's like, no, no, if you do that, then the grilled pineapple. So, I mean, it's things like that where somebody from the state said, do this. Yeah. This is going to, this mm-hmm. is, don't just do what people think, the touristy little thing thinks a burger should right, be. Right, right. You know, this is what. A Hawaiian burger is cool. Like, okay, uh, yeah. Is there a Puerto Rican burger? You, you know, we talked about one. Me and my brother have a few ideas for one. Okay, um, because I, uh, I've decided that I want to start doing um, Puerto Rican fusion. Okay, what does that? In, what does that mean? It means taking uh, Puerto Rican cuisine and fusing it with other cuisines. Okay, to make something altogether new. Uh, okay, there's a lot of Puerto Rican uh, Chinese food in Puerto Rico. Okay. So I want to start taking things like taking a, a fried rice with Puerto Rican arroz candules mm-hmm. okay. and making a, 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 like an arroz candules frito. Okay. You know, like a fried rice, uh, Puerto Rican rice. Okay. Um, and I've been playing with how to do that and still get the flavors the way I, you know, because one is overpowering the other and it's not coming out right. Right. Um, I was messing around and there's a Puerto Rican dish, uh, dish bisteca and cebollados. It's mm-hmm. uh, steak and onions and uh, making that into an egg roll. Taking those steak oh, and onions nice. and okay. dicing them up, and nice. you know, putting that uh, Puerto Ricans have this like um, ketchup mayo garlic sauce, mm-hmm. and putting that you know as the dipping sauce for it. Things. So I've been playing with creating yeah. a fusion menu. Two worlds collide. Yes. Yes. Kind of like Survivor Series. <laughs> right. No, not really. So uh, <laughs> we're we love bad jokes on this podcast too. So if you got it, I'm full of them. Um, as I say, the other big thing. Yeah. Go yeah. Is I'm prepping for Twitch. Oh, to start Twitch. live some start mm-hmm. live. Is this casting. a is this an exclusive? Does people know about this? No, it's it's been toyed with, but I don't know how much people have heard that. Well, nobody on my YouTube's heard it yet. Okay, if you're my my personal friend on Facebook, you've heard. Okay, mm-hmm. but nobody's on YouTube's heard it yet. Nobody. Okay. So but this is some exclusive information. It's yeah. Breaking news. So, it's breaking. but that's I, what we I, do here. But yeah. I am going to um, hopefully before the new year. Okay, I, so I'll have everything up and running. But that's the thing is, I want to I want to have at least one live recipe. Where I can BS with the fans, yeah, you know, followers, whatever, friends. As as I'm, you know, going through a recipe, yeah, I say I mean, try one of those uh, fusion recipes, and if it sucks, it sucks. You know, what I'm gonna do <laughs> is I'm gonna start simpler stuff, like you know, like I said, my a grilled my, my cheese mindset, sandwich. My mindset is I might do one of the gourmet grilled cheese, honestly, man. All right, but yeah, this thing is, you know, I'm I'm a comic book wrestling video game nerd. Yeah, so mm-hmm. are we all? What is you know, what's that? What what are those guys eating? They're not eating like a gourmet, you know, right. fusion recipe. That's true. They're they're eating, you know, like like you said, a grilled cheese, some yeah. kind of gourmet grilled cheese. I want a grilled cheese, but I want to throw it down different. Mm-hmm. Right. So hey, here's a really cool, easy soup and a gourmet grilled cheese sandwich. Let's BS about some comic book movies while we cook it. Yeah. Wow. So. And your collection is insane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even touched on that. I didn't that was something I didn't even know about you before I got here. But this is it takes up what is it? One fourth of a master closet upstairs, <laughs> um, and there's more by your desk. What uh, to explain to me? Explain to me how that how how we got to this point with those comics. The the, the actual first comic <laughs> book ever. Yeah. Um, I was a little kid. My mom was driving me to sleepaway camp, mm-hmm. and it was about an hour and a half drive. So she stopped at the Seven Eleven. She said, "Go get something to read." I grabbed a couple comic books, and it was nice. all downhill from all there. All downhill from there. That's um, cool. To, to to my family's chagrin, I spend anywhere from twenty five to fifty bucks a week. Okay. On comic books. Okay. Hey man, do you? My my, my comic shop loves it. I yeah. think I've kept them in business <laughs> <Right>. for twenty <laughs> years. <laughs> There's there one lo- locally here? Uh right over in Schaumburg. I okay. go to Pete's okay. Comics over there and I've been going to him I I think we figured it out because he just had an anniversary sale that like a year after he opened. You started going to I that? started going there. So I, I like to think that I single-handedly kept <laughs> somebody, them. you know, small business, you know, <laughs> right. let's yeah, go. Man. Support mm-hmm. small business. Keith's Comics, you said? Keith's Comics in Schaumburg, yes. Okay. Is it run by the guy named Keith? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Cool. Uh, what, are some of your, what, what are some of your favorite comic superheroes? Uh, do you have like The Walking Dead? or do you... um, 
I, I read The Walking Dead. Okay. I still read it. I shouldn't say I read it. It was real difficult for a long time because it became stale. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Just like the TV show. Hey. That's the problem I have with the TV show is <laughs> it's the same situation over and over. Oh, my God. It's so repetitive. It's, yeah. Survivors find some place to live. There's an internal struggle with another survivor. Correct. Survivors has to leave a place to live. Yes. And it's like they just keep telling the same. So the comic book for a long time, I mean, I stopped buying it. Okay. And somebody said, look, you got to start reading it again. They've changed. I'm like, well, I can't read it again if I have this gap. So I went back and I bought, you know, the gap. Even though the gap was the repetition, it still allowed me to to read the new characters and everything. Okay. And, and it really has. It had, the, the comic has improved a lot. I did give up on the TV show, I think, somewhere in the third season. And okay. I've, I've never mm-hmm. gone back. Oh, third season was actually... Third season was that was with the governor, right? But the problem is, I had already read that storyline. I knew. Mm. Well, yeah. it's different though. It is a little bit different, but th- I had noticed the similarities in the repetition of story. Okay, already they, forming. See, right. I didn't know that yet because yes. I didn't read the. For comics. me, you know, I had been. Okay. You know, I I think the comic was almost a hundred issues in by time by the time the the show started. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, even though small things had changed, the 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 pattern of repetition was there. Okay. What uh? What other superhero ones are? Uh... My two big superheroes is I am a Captain America and Batman fan. Captain America, okay, Captain America, so, Batman. So yeah. more of like the the regular guy because those are like two kind of regular. Yeah. They don't have like two overpower. Guys, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two average guys. No, um, one of them's really rich, and one of them was uh, really old. It's Captain. I don't know what's. Cap- I don't really know much about Captain America. I don't know like what's his I, story. Okay, but... the original story of Captain America is he is the original steroid fiend. Oh, okay. Oh, because nice. I mean, he was doped up with a bunch of chemicals, irradiated, and he became really strong and fast. So, oh, he was irradiated. <laughs> well, That's I mean, they, like it's. I, I don't want to say irradiated, but okay. you know, they went through a process. I mean, they've changed it, but originally it was injections. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there was a whole bunch of little things, and okay. But I mean, I collect a ton of stuff. Not only superhero. Yeah. I mean, I, I read East of West, which is a great non-superhero comic. Well, okay. Um, that's cool. It's, it's basically, it's, it's a retcon history where the four horsemen came down to earth in the, uh, old West times. So the world evolved from there where everything's patterned on old West, but we have a lot of modern technology, but hmm. it's, it's a really weird book that's based on the four horsemen. Not Flair's four horsemen. No, no. no. Four horsemen <laughs> of the apocalypse. <laughs> okay, so. cool. Nice. Uh, so we're watching Survivor Series and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn look like they're going to have a tag match, which I didn't know about. So that's we're cool. still on the pre-show here. We're still on the pre-show here. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Survivor Series a little bit. First, I want to ask a question um, to you that we ask a lot of our guests. It's very vague in general. So we're going to get a little bit more into your history again. So we talked about your YouTube channel. We talked about comics. But let's talk about The Ring. Okay. Um, why do you love wrestling? What do you love about it? I think wrestling has, is the same thing as the comic books. I mean, okay. when I came up... Um, I'm a lot older than most people think I am. Um, I, I want to say I watched my first match in '83. Okay. Um, it was from uh, it was from WCCW down in Texas. Okay, and it was Parsons versus Garvin, Jimmy Jam, or it would have been. Um, it was was it someone before maybe him? It would have been who would have? I can't even think now. Okay, okay. It was with uh, who was with him? Sunshine was that her name? I'm not sure. I just for me, what sticks out in the match is is Iceman King Parsons. Okay, that was. I mean, I saw him, mm-hmm. and, and I was hooked. And I mean, you watched this TV or it was TV. TV. My my uncle had um, had um, the old cable boxes, which I mean, this will make you laugh. It was a box that sat on top of your TV that had a dial with three channels on it. Really, it was HBO, ESPN, and there was one other. I can't remember what it was. Okay, and uh, ESPN had WCCW. Mm. Okay. okay. So I when uh, my parents would have to work on the weekends, I'd go over to my uncle's house, mm-hmm. and he would just turn on WCCW, and I would sit and chill and watch wrestling. And yeah. like I said, I remember Iceman King Parsons was the first guy I ever saw, and I was just like, that was it. I was done. Was he a heel? No, no, he was a baby okay. face. That sounds like a heel name, Iceman. Um, <laughs> I mean, at, at that time he was a baby face, and he was okay. probably heels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, at different times, and um. So I, I watched a lot of wrestling in the '80s. I came up then. Um, yeah, I saw a lot of, like I said, you know, the world class stuff, and then uh, saw the birth of, the, you know, the WWF. Yeah. So, and you know, like I had said earlier, I'd wish my parents had been more uh, into it or 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 been more okay with it because yeah. all the stuff I could have seen as a kid, 
you know, in the early 80s before WWE just, WWF took over the scene. Right. You know, Vern Gagne's AWA was still in the area. I could have seen all this really cool stuff that I just never got to see. And it was that, were you living down there? In Chicago? Yeah, I grew up in Chicago. Oh, you grew up in Chicago. Yes. Okay, but this was, you said WCCW was Texas. Yes. So it still got... They had a, they had a... They had some a contract with ESPN okay, at the same yeah. at that time. It was like the early days of cable, and like I said, it, it was literally it was a, a knob. Like <laughs> yeah. you had three cable <laughs> three channels. options, yeah. And so um, that was it. That was the only you, you could either do uh, local channels, which got me AWA, or at the time you could do okay. ESPN, which got you world class. Cool. Um, it's it's kind of funny. I mean, ESPN isn't doesn't have. Uh, wrestling on it but they're starting to like post about it and right. cover it so it's kind of like we came full circle full, so, yeah it's cool i didn't i, I didn't even know that oh and here comes breezango looks oh, like God. the face uh zane and owens um <laughs> that's cool though that imagine turning on espn right now and like watching raw that exactly. would be very very right. weird uh for now um so you you liked one of the characters but i want to know like the elements of wrestling that got you like what about the character what about wrestling itself that, and like, did you tell you yourself at that point, like, I want to be a wrestler? Yeah. Well, it was not long after that. Um, like I said, Parsons drew me in. He was just so charismatic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I have, I, I guarantee if I went back and watched that match now, it probably doesn't hold up. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah right. You know, but at the time, but, yeah. he had been so charismatic that I was just taken with it. Okay. And then the more I watched it, the more it was, um, it was probably a prelude to my love for comic books. The good versus evil, over the top. Okay, cool. Big, larger than life characters. Yeah, there you for go. Sure. I mean, especially, you know, this was the mid-80s. Mm-hmm. It was no longer, um, it wasn't the, the stuff from the 70s where it was the more uh, brawling wrestling. Mm-hmm. It, it, and it wasn't, it, we weren't to the 90s yet where you had the, the more hardcore, you know, this was the 80s. Larger-than-life characters, the big, yeah. you know, everything. It was, a, how big was your gimmick? It wasn't okay, how yeah. good could you work or, you know, how stiff were you? It was... Are you larger than life? Right. Mm-hmm. How charismatic and what was your gimmick? Yeah. Right, So, right. And, and, and that's what drew me in when I was a kid. Was that was that is all these giant characters, you know, these flashy guys, and you know, mm-hmm. the you know, all these just giant characters. Yeah. So, at what point do you say this is what I want to do, and how did your parents take that? As a kid, we had uh, <laughs> we had the it's funny we had the uh, the Lawndale Wrestling Federation. Lawndale, okay. Because I lived on Lawndale at mm-hmm. the time. We all had characters. It was probably as close to yarding without being yarders. You know what? Actually, I, I think I looked up a picture, and there, I don't know if it was you or you, oh, somebody's holding a chair, uh, a chair, and it's like L. No, okay, the, there is an actual LWF, which was yeah. um, Billy Wax started in the late '90s, and that's oh, where Punk okay. and them started, and that's why I kind of chuckled myself, is because I just <laughs> realized, just like literally just now, uh-huh. that the Lawndale Wrestling Federation was the same as. LWF, and I was just oh, like, okay. oh my god. No, but no, Lawndale Wrestling Federation was a bunch of like eight to ten year olds. Okay. Yeah. Just goofing. That's why, I, you know what I mean? That's why I said it was as close to yard without being yard as you okay. can get. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, it was just a bunch of us who created, you know, monikers. Mm-hmm. You know, we were just like, we really didn't do moves on each other. We just created characters. Like, have you ever saw the South Park episode about WWE? I don't think so, no. Where wrestling was more about the characters yelling at each other than the fight. That was what uh-huh. we were. Okay. We never actually fought each other. We were just characters who were in situations. Just cutting promos on each other. Yeah, that's, that's really what it was. Yeah. It's because, I mean, our parents would come out and yell at us as soon as we uh-huh. touched each other. You know, And I'll tell you, a Puerto Rican dad is, I mean, they'll, they'll whoop you happy. So yeah. <laughs> like, you don't want them to see you doing anything you shouldn't. So right. we'd be in the front. like We'd have like names. And mm-hmm. like once I'd come out as, you know, as, as like a... Uh, I can't even think of some of the names, but like my brother, he was Rodney the Wrecker. Okay. You know, and that was his name. And like, nice. We're like, well, what, what does Rodney the Wrecker look like? And mm-hmm. I mean, the way he described him, if you were to think of Rodney the Wrecker, it was the Brooklyn Brawler. It was a dude in ripping, <laughs> oh, okay. uh, you know, in a Dago T. Yeah, I would think of like some guy wearing like a construction helmet right, or well, something that's, like that. I mean, so, a and then like, um, then we would goof around and we use toys and make them our characters. Like uh, our friend Abby, he decided he was Abby the Snake. So when we'd play with toys, Serpentor. Jake the Snake? No, Serpentor was Avi oh. <laughs> the Snake. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were just like, I mean, stupid stuff. Like, mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, so that's what we did to get our fix, our fill on it. Yeah. And after a while, there was enough neighborhood kids who liked it that my mom would actually get the, the, the WrestleManias. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. So, you were the so house were the that house. had like, yeah. okay. So, I mean, after a while, it just became so many kids liked it that my mom was like, okay, I'm just going to rent this and you're going to shut up. <laughs> And you're not going to kill yourself, right? In the no, backyard. that's that's exactly that's yeah. exactly what it was. So, 
That's well, she wouldn't take me to a show. She's like, okay, it's on. No, shut up. Yeah, please. just sit there. And then, so. and then things would get broken in the house. Yeah. Sure, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward then, AAW, how did that start? Like, how'd you get involved with that um, in the ring? And Well, AAW, like, I mean, it wasn't my start in wrestling, but. Yeah, or tell us about your start. Okay, when I start is, uh, is every guy's story. It starts with a woman. <laughs> okay. It, um, okay. I, I was in a, in a long relationship and. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had done me pretty wrong, and when she left, I mean, this is probably the the crappiest thing I've ever done. But when she left, she left two thousand dollars in the bank account. Okay. So I turned around and went to a wrestling school, and I said, <laughs> "Here, I want to join." Yeah. But I mean, I had been before her and I had gotten together. I had checked out wrestling schools and stuff like that. Okay. And, uh, but then I got with her, and I, it, for the couple of years I was with her, I actually gave up comic books, gave up wrestling. Oh, that's you know, nice, it was just yeah. like this whole thing yeah. where I try, you know, I, yeah. I was like, I'm going to be this great but, guy, and but you're not yourself, right? With all that stuff, or like exactly. that's part that, of you. That's, yeah. It was, it wasn't me. Uh-huh. So, like I said, is when we split up, and it was just like, okay, f this, I'm going back to me. Yeah, you know, I'm going to be me mm-hmm. again, and me wants to do this. So, you know, I've always, I, you know. I don't want to say I always wanted to be, but it, you know, it was in the back of my head. Wouldn't it be cool to do this? Yes. So I went ahead. Um, it was a company that's uh, no longer around, PCW, okay. which okay. was uh, Pro Championship Wrestling, which AEW actually uh, originally spun out of. Okay. So, um, but that's where I started. I mean, I, I traveled a lot. Yeah. And it, Mostly Midwest or like No, everywhere? no, I was everywhere. I did okay. Arkansas, the Carolinas. Oh, wow. Uh, Georgia, Minnesota. I did some Pennsylvania, New York. So, I mean, I, I've traveled a little bit. So. Yeah. And f- this is all, did you have any other girlfriends at this point? Or are you just like flying solo after a while and just like, I'm going to do me? I had, I mean, as much as, <laughs> I guess I, I technically I had girlfriends. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but you were doing a lot of traveling, right? Right. Finding, finding I was just having a good a time. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you, like, as, as little as I drink now is as much as I drank then. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because at those years, I was like, you know, real, real, real heavy drinker. Okay. So, um, but like I said, it's, and I found myself, like, in Chicago, I always had like a, uh, uh, I guess you'd call it a home fed, somewhere I always came back and worked here. Right. And at two different points, it was AAW. Like you said, yeah. I think it was like 2007 and eight or 2006 to 2008. Yeah. A short run there. It was at AAW. And then I want to say maybe 2012, I came back. Right. So. And this is all for like same owners? Well, what it was is uh, Mike Pekovich over there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a, a company before MSPW, Midwestern States Pro Wrestling. Okay. And... Um, I, I worked for him there. He was part of the. He's part of the reason that I ended up in AAW. Nice. Is Mike reached out to me? He said, "Hey, you know, because there's things I do behind the scenes too." And Mike said, "You know, I, I know you're really good at these things. Mm-hmm. You know, so we'd like you to come apply your talents over here. Right. You know, which also means come wrestle over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, and and that at um, two different points, like I said earlier on in like 2007. Yep. And then uh, it's just like at I don't know. I got a little bit restless in okay. 2007, so I was like, you know, hey, it's been cool. I'm gonna go, you know, mess around and do other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, about 2012, Mike's like, hey, you know, are you ready to come home? Mm-hmm. And you know, we talked, BS a little bit. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to come home. Yeah. So then, since then, I've been back there. Nice. And that's what's kind of cool about wrestling, unless you like sign an exclusive or you go to the to the to the to New York to that Fed, right? Uh, the big top, you can have that freedom. And like, you know, if something's going good for a while, but if you need to pivot in a way, like you can find somewhere else to work. Exactly. And I mean, that's the thing is that's, like I said, it wasn't anything anybody did or any, which is, mm-hmm. I was feeling wonderlust. Like, let's get back out. And right. like I said, at one point I was doing three, four shows a weekend. So it wasn't always uh, lining up. It's like, okay, I'm just going to go out and do stuff. Right. So. That's cool. Um, and it sounds like AEW has that effect on a lot of people, a lot of people and two new people like Phoenix and Penta have been like, this is like, we've been calling this home, right? It's right. Like they have like, well, and AEW now is a lot different than AEW. Okay. I'm sure yeah. uh, Tony Rican was in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's cool. So now you're uh, the first guy that we see when we walk in the door. Pretty much. Um, I do, you know, it's, I greet people. It's, you know, uh, Mike and Danny have said, hey, you know, you and Danielle take care of the door. Okay. We trust mm-hmm. you guys yes. to deal with any situations. We trust you guys. Basically, the front end seating, 
you know, tickets, things like that. It's basically, this is where you guys shine. You guys are like data analysts, you know, <laughs> anal geeks about numbers and charts and seating and, right. you know, all this stuff. So they said, go ahead, take this. And we split kn- the pots. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish we were splitting pots. You know? It's, um, but no, they said, you know, we know because obviously as AEW grows, there's going to be uh, more fan and customer concern. Yeah. So like, you know, Danny's got his, his hands full with the locker room. Mm-hmm. Mike's got his hands full with production. You know, and to give proper um, attention to the fans themselves, not just in the product that's being given to them, but the fan experience. Right. Exactly. They said, we can't, you know, we can't do our job here and do the best at our job and do that. Yeah. So they said, we need, you know, basically to bring in people you trust to do pieces of this company. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and so that's what I do. Is I the do upfront customer service, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And the guy, like, you know, at the same time uh, when somebody's complaining, you know, I don't want to say complaining because almost every complaint is has a legitimate basis. Right. I'm the guy who's going to sit there and figure out why something's wrong and let's, how are we going to fix this and how are we going to make it right for everybody? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, and a lot of shows coming up at Logan, right? Yes. Uh, the Logan, uh, bourbon, we've expanded how many shows we're doing at those for 2018. Cool. So mm-hmm. I think we've added a couple more Logan dates than normal. Nice. Do you, do you guys think you're going to go back to Joe's anytime soon? Um, I know we'd like to, and I, and I know it's in talks. I don't know if it's been locked down yet. Okay. But I know it was a fun venue. I liked it there a lot. Uh, yeah, it was. I yeah. thought it was really cool. It was a great venue. Um, you know, obviously going into a new venue the first time, you're always worried about exactly. I mean, you have an idea how it's going to be laid out, but you're yes. like, okay, when Until we get, you when we get people into this mm-hmm. uh, building, mm-hmm. what's going to happen at that point? Right. So, but Joe's could not have because I didn't know that giant screen was going to be there. Mm, by the look- bar? Yeah, by yeah. the bar. Because I was looking at that flat area of seating, going, this is going to be horrible. Nobody's going to see. Because once right. you, you know, you got a little bit mm-hmm. of that, uh, the stadium seating, like three, three little things. Uh-huh. But then I thought, once you get a couple rows back, nobody's going to see and everybody's going to complain. Mm-hmm. But then you had that giant screen there, and it worked out so and great. And the balcony is great, too. Yeah, th- those overlooks were great. Mm-hmm. That giant screen, because people could chill at the bar and eat at the tables, and you still had that giant screen. You could watch what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this venue was really cool. Yeah. And I mean, I know transportation-wise, it works for a lot of people. Um, uh, yeah, you got a blue line that goes right, right. Like near yeah. to yeah. it. Yeah, and uh-huh. then like parking-wise, it was nice, too. You had a nice parking garage. Everything's secure. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. You know, so... Validation. Yeah. Thing. So, so you could go somewhere to go before and after too. Exactly. Like right oh, I square. Up, that was one of my not straight edge nights. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I ended up at a couple of the, the little bars around there having a good time. Nice. Uh, so why don't we talk about the upcoming AEW car? But first, uh, Chris, you want to talk about some wrestling with unicorns updates? Yeah. So as uh, you guys probably heard, or some some of you who heard our last pod, uh, we've been working with wrestling with unicorns. Um, and if you met Martin, you know about Wrestling with Unicorns, which basically support indie wrestling, independent wrestlers, uh, you know, putting their stuff over, whether that's on Snapchat, Instagram, any social media platform. Yes. That's a great following and, you know, great fans that follow it because they also want to know what's going on in the independent scene. Um, so we've been working with them. We were able to help them out and built their site, uh, wrestlingwithunicorns.org, uh, where you can buy some merch, help Martin, you know, keep... Uh, Keep making videos. We keep making uh, gifs um, and putting over um, indie talent. So yeah. um, in that partnership, uh, we are giving out a promo code, which will give you fifteen percent off on any purchase that you make. For I think our promo code runs until December fifteenth. Okay. So and that promo code is two heels number two, H E E L S two heels. So go get your merch. Uh, there's some cool uh, looking shirts, and I think right now he's putting up the pins, uh, the four unicorns based off the Force Horsemen logo. Uh, it's uh, they're they're on sale for five bucks at this point. Nice. So pins are in. Pins <laughs> are in. Um, and also, if you you can bypass shipping just by going to an a- the AW show that we're about to talk about and picking up the shirt from Martine. Exactly. So fifteen percent off. And if you're in the Chicago land there and you go to an AEW show, you bypass that shipping cost. So you're, you know, getting a great pin, great shirt for a very low price. And you can spend the rest of your money drinking Modelo's <laughs> at <laughs> the Logan Square Auditorium on... I must say, Logan Square doesn't have Modelo's. They oh, have Logan Square doesn't have Modelo's. You guys need to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting the pressure on you, Tony. Uh. Modelo's at the bar in Logan Square. 
right. So what do we got going on, Logan? Uh, this is December. No, 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 no. Not this. No, no this, this is December. Uh, this November twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Yeah. November twenty fifth. AW Unstoppable. Yes. I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five. We're gonna talk about these five matches, and then hey, if you want to drop a drop an exclusive on us out of nowhere on accident, <laughs> you know, that's like that's something. That, that, you feel know. free to do so. Yeah, feel free to do so. I'm looking at uh, OI4K versus. Trey Miguel and Stephen Wolf. No titles in this match. Both of these teams have been champions. Um, and they have wrestled each other before, right? Probably a lot of chemistry here between yeah, these guys. I'll say this is, um, I mean, I know this is not exactly about the match, but it's Stephen Wolf. Yeah. I love this kid. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's a local guy. And, I mean, and I love OI4K, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's just... The chemistry between them is great, and it's just I'm excited about this just because how much I like each individual person involved in this match. Okay, and like I said, in and on top of it, Trey and Steven are such respectful young guys. Yeah, those two are awesome. Yeah, they're great. Uh, is this? Uh, it sounds like to me that because the future, right, Trey McGill, Steven Wolf um, versus an established team like OR4K, like this is a really good matchup for them and a chance to hang with a team and show their skills against a team that has been like a staple. At well, AEW. that's the thing is OI4K has, I mean, for years mm-hmm. been on top, you know, yeah. when the Irish airborne, you know, yeah. in every incarnation, they've been at the top of yep. AAW and you've got a couple of young guys. I mean, showing that, Hey, look at, we can hang, we can do this. Mm-hmm. We can be the next staple of AAW and run on top. Right. I think I misspoke earlier. I, they have not been champs yet. Um, I was thinking of Scarlet and Graves. That's right. I misspoke oh. about that. Sorry. Uh, so, um, two new up and comers versus former champs, right. and uh, still staples in the, the 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 hottest faction since I've been going to AEW uh, that has been around. Um, after that, we have a Dave the debut of Fred Yehi Yehi. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. I know he he runs uh, Evolve. Fred Ye- okay. Yehi. Um, he's been on Evolve shows. Um, he's uh, facing Swerve. City Shane Strickland. <laughs> um, this uh, this seems like a kind of kind of a like Shane Strickland has had a match against like ACH right, and it's just like over the top athleticism. Yes. This, this oh seems, my god! Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it's it's kind of what I'm expecting out of this one. Same. Too. And it mm-hmm. just it's one of those matches that it's just exciting to watch. That you're just going, oh my god! Either a oh my god, what are they going to do? Or oh my god, did I really just see what I just saw? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so the whole match is an oh my god moment. That's true. Um, this uh, when Shane Strickland wrestled AR Fox, I believe, recently at Berwyn, there was like you know, there's going to be like three or four of those oh my yes. god moments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm expecting the same, excited for that. Um, if you guys have and, and the, the rest of these matches too, if you have any uh like comments or anything just feel free to cut me off and i'm just gonna keep going <laughs> wrestling that is a faction w-r-s-t-l-i-n-g the new faction that's trying to take over david Starr, trevor lee and jeff cobb yes. that's right uh so in this match is only two i think maybe because cobb is doing his thing in japan which is really cool it's uh david Starr and trevor lee against eddie kingston and ar fox um so kingston's trying to get he's been getting messed with a lot by by wrestling, they've been picking on him. Uh, they've been beating him up. Uh, I'm really glad Trevor Lee has kind of joined this group, right? Because uh, I feel like, like we've talked about this, yeah. about this, like he's awesome, and but I feel like he's needed like a like kind of a storyline or like something to like something sink to his anchor teeth him into. In that, yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is going to be cool. Uh, I, on a personal note, yeah. and this is just, and I've said this on my personal Facebook, the one guy I wish I had had, had a chance to work was Eddie Kingston. Really? really, I don't know what it is. I mean, okay. about him, but that's mm-hmm. the one guy that I never worked that when I was active that I wish you know I could have worked. And he was around at that time, right? He was. Yeah, he was. Uh-huh. And like I said, I joke around. There's the only draw to that match is the fact that Eddie Kingston's in the ring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, Eddie Kingston is—he's just a joy to watch. I love watching that guy work. Okay. Man. He is. He's awesome. So maybe an exclusive? Uh, oh God, no! <laughs> Here's the thing: Eddie Kingston versus Tony Rican would be me getting my ass whooped for about five minutes, <laughs> and then me in a hospital bed for about the next six to eight months. Uh, so, no, 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 no. Um, uh, it's funny as you say that because, and this just might show like how we're different types of wrestling fans, just because we were born at at different times. 
Um, like I, when I started going to AW, like I wasn't, AD Kingston was not over for me. No. And I don't know. It's just cause like his style was different than everyone. Um, or like there was nothing about me that like I really liked that much. Right. But now like after actually his match with Haskins at the JLM, yeah. I think it was night one. Um, it was night one. Yeah, it was night one because I was there. You know what um, you need to watch with Eddie? I don't know if you've seen it. Um, him versus Silas Young. Did you watch that program? No, no, no it no. should be on the on demand. Okay, there is okay. actually on the AAW uh, YouTube a mm-hmm. I guess a promo, a hype promo between the two of them. Okay, uh, and it's 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 done in like a sports center t- or like a uh, a sports interview style where it's just them sitting talking. You know what I mean? It's not oh, a, a cool. face to face one, but if you watch that one, you don't need the whole program. If you just watch that video. Eddie Kingston and Silas Young are able to drag you in so much that you may have never seen their matches, but you want to see this match. Like, okay. So, I mean, and if you watch that one, you'll know, like, for me, yes. what did it about Eddie Kingston, mm-hmm. why Eddie Kingston is, in my book, is just so, you know, I love the guy's work so much. I think it just took me a while to, like, find that thing about him. Right. I don't know if, like... Right. Because for, for me, it was, uh, I think, when I started going to AEW, it was Kingston and Ethan Page. Right. They were having their program. So a lot of the um, like the first shows that I started going to, you know, you you just missed Kingston and Silas then. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I I'm, I can't put that one over enough. Silas right, is a friend okay. of mine, and and mm-hmm. Kingston, I love his work. So and then you add to that that they're just great workers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna. Put I'll have to go really back crazy. and that's on AEW on demand. It, it should be on AEW on demand. Like I said, you can check out you can check out the YouTube. Okay. And get the hype video. Get the hype promo. Yeah. 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 It's it's there. Okay. So. Cool. All right, we got homework now. Yeah, we got <laughs> homework. Um, but that last ma- last match with Haskins, I don't know. And it, I feel like it was like a lot of his matches, but I don't know. Maybe it just like took me some time to like. Maybe it's just, I compared him to sushi, like being an acquired taste. You know, <laughs> he like, just grew on you over time. Yeah, yeah. You, you said it earlier. I think you said like as you grow older, your palate expands. Yes. Um, so like. <laughs> You know, that was like this, like, <laughs> as I was got, as I was like, I don't know, maybe when like, I the graduated more, college, the more, I started The more exposed you became to, to wrestling, yeah. the, more, the more you appreciated different styles. I think that's true. I think that's really yeah. true. And I think he brings a different thing. To, to AW's card now, he brings a completely different style. Yes. Like, his is a lot, uh, it's like a lot less spotty. Yeah, okay. A lot mm-hmm. more striking. Yeah, he's just a, yeah. he's just a down and dirty brawler. And, right. But, I mean, he look, he, and that thing is, everything he does, nothing is sloppy, nothing looks... You know, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's is you know he's he's got that old thing. Um, people doubt wrestling. Nobody doubts him. Okay, oh, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because he looks like he's out there really, really kicking ass. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he, he he. It looks like I mean, his his brawling looks like brawling. He doesn't look like somebody working. He looks yeah. like somebody brawling. Okay, so nice. Um, and then you have the counter, which is Ar Fox, which is athleticism. So like that's yes. a good balance mm-hmm. team. Um. Going up against wrestling, which is like I hope they have, they got talkers on that team, and then you have the muscle. So like it's it's also a good like they can they can balance each other. So I hope that that faction has a, a nice long run. Penta L Zero M current heritage champion against Zema Ion or DJZ. DJZ. <laughs> um, we saw DJZ Friday at Freelance Wrestling, killed it. Right, I think he worked Galley Sunday too. And then he had a really, really big role in like the last couple of shows, wrestled or worked with Cody, um, and then like made it pretty far, maybe like semis. I, I think, think he did semis in JLM. JLM. Do you think that Tony? This is directed towards you because you're <laughs> you're in the back. Uh, do you think that DJZ or Zemi own whatever you want to call him, he's like ready to take that next step to be go from role player to star player? Ever since he's come back from his injury, yeah. it's been a whole new DJZ. I mean, not taking anything away from him before. Right. But honestly, it's since he's come back, he I don't want to say he stepped it up. He's, it's, it, that's not even saying enough. Right. I mean, his game has completely changed, and he's out there tearing it up. And I mean, I, I don't think anybody would doubt him carrying a title at this point. Okay. I don't think, you know, because there's sometimes... You know, you'll have a company that a guy gets a title and you're just like, you don't buy into it. Yeah. yeah. At this point, I mean, the, the Heritage title is such an elevated title, but I think DJZ's game is so spot on right now, nobody would have an issue with that. Cool. Okay. Um, when he came, like, after he came back, it was Light Up Suit. It yes. was new theme yeah. song. And yes. that theme song, it kicks. Like, mm-hmm. I get hyped when that theme song <laughs> comes on. Um, it's like... Uh, He's like, I know, I'm not trying to be morbid here, but it's like he's got a new lease on life. Yeah. Where like, 
he's just like some something some switch inside yeah. flipped yeah and it's just a whole new like i said the the game it's a whole new game for him everything's yeah. elevated that's yeah and he also had a small run at uh what is it impact right i yes. think so yeah yes. I think so that was prior that. the injury though i think yeah it was before yeah. the injury and i mm-hmm. so cool nice um yeah so and he's I, i've talked to him a little bit like at the show he's a really cool guy so like that's always a nice cherry on top you know when he's a good ind- good decent individual um the main event so far, and this isn't the entire car. There's probably more to be announced. There's a, there's a lot that we just don't announce. It's like, hey, you know, and I noticed it, you guys have been doing that lately. Well, a big thing is, it's like, look, we've in this is, I mean, seriously, it. We literally have some of the best talent in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could almost mix and match any of these in any million different ways and come out with a phenomenal card. That's very true. So it's just like, I mean, matchup A versus matchup B is not as important as look at who we're bringing to the table for you. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. because how many times have you gone to an AAW show and been let down by the card? I, uh, no. like point two times. Maybe. That, I mean, that's what I mean. It's just like, <laughs> I mean, it's, we're going to put on a great show. So here's the list yeah. of talent. You yeah. know, it's, it, you know there's going to be great talent there, so we're going to give you the top of the card at the most important, you know, the storyline yeah. ones, the mm-hmm. ones that, that are brewing, and the rest is just, like, we want to blow your mind at that moment when you walk in the door and you're going, come on, for real? This yeah. is what yeah. you're doing? Okay. Yeah, so, okay. I think that's a great strategy. Um, Jimmy Jacobs challenged, came back, challenged Ray, the, so it's the past versus the present, challenged Ray Phoenix yes. for the title. So like I I need some I need some edu- I think Chris and I both need some education on Jimmy Jacobs and like what he means to AEW maybe some of your best past memories of him because Chris and I didn't watch him when he was at AEW so like obviously he has the reputation he has a banner up on your alumni section right um, but like w- expl- like you need to educate us on why this is such a big deal um, AEW I'll say they've turned a corner a couple of times you know where they've gone from just uh, another local indie to something you know and took a big step forward took a you know a, a couple of times this mm-hmm, latest time mm-hmm. is when we brought world stage talent but the first time that AEW took a huge step forwards was with Jimmy Jacobs okay um he had been working for another company that was like really big at the time okay and uh short uh, long story short is he ended up on AEW a night of one of their shows and threw away their title on the show Throw it in the garbage? Yeah. Okay. Right in the oh. middle of the ring. Okay. Uh-huh. Which, I mean, uh, kind of like make everybody go, what? You know, and, mm-hmm. and, and brought eyes to AEW. Okay. okay. And that's the first, that's where they went from just another local indie. Because like I said, this is, if you look it up, you'll you'll see, you know, it, it's a, it was a more popular Fed at the time okay. that people knew. Mm-hmm. And he just took the garbage, you know, the, the title, you know, just like on WCW, you know, right. yeah. <laughs> dropped the title in the garbage. And right. it was just kind of like this big, what, for real? Mm-hmm. And so that was, like I said, is... There's been a couple of notable moments in AEW history where they've gone from one level and jumped up to the next. Okay, and that was probably, and that was one of the that was one of the first ones mm-hmm. where they went from, like I said, uh, you know, another local indie. Okay, to people started noticing them. Okay, and so you know, there, there's a couple of guys that you could say, you know, this is AEW was their house, right? And Jimmy Jacobs was the first. Okay, mm. nice. Um, and and I don't know if you've been noticed or listening to. Or if you watch Average Guy Gourmet, or if you've been listening to just Tony speak, he's got a catchphrase. Um, and that catchphrase is, these are awesome. Um, so we're going to put that over on the podcast. And if you can, if you go to AW shows, or if you look, just look at this card, you can say the same thing, that these are awesome. Uh, so sure. I am... Uh, see how I tied that all in together? Yeah. That's, what, that's what we I like to do that. here. Um, I'm not actually... Unfortunately, I won't be at this show. But that does. Hey, that's one more ticket for you, the listener. Uh, so go to uh, and, and Logan is limited seating. That that place gets packed, and we do. I have had to turn away people in that building. You you heard it. like the person get listening now. Get your tickets now. AAWrestling.com, um, and you'll find them there. Right. AEW at AEW Pro on Twitter. Yes. Um, they're doing a show. We won't go into it too much, but they're doing the wrap up to the uh, women's championship tournament in LaSalle. This is on December second. That's probably one I'm I'm shooting for, trying to go to. I will be there. I missed a couple of sales shows. Okay, Tony's gonna be there. So I'll be I'll be back. That'll be my uh, 
I returned to LaSalle. <laughs> I, I missed it. <laughs> the return of the ticket man <laughs> to LaSalle, Illinois. Uh, but it look, there's uh, Candice is wrestling Jessica Havoc. You have the besties, new champs. Wait, so this is the for the title? Is this the, the final one? No, that's a semifinal. Right. That's, a sem- okay. that's a semifinal. Uh, Candice versus Havoc. Besties in the world versus uh, Shane Strickland and Keith Lee for the tag team championship belts. Um, if Jimmy Jacobs beats Ray Phoenix, well... He's going to wrestle David Starr either way, but if he beats Ray Phoenix, he'll put the title line against David Starr. Right. Um, Hurricane Helms versus Trevor Lee, and many more. So I don't have all the entire card up in front of me, but no, we'll release more as mm-hmm. once one show is done, we'll release more of the next one. Right. Yeah. Um, do you know that the last couple of wrestlers that have been on our podcast have gained a lot of momentum after they've been on? So. <laughs> <laughs> also, like you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we, Tony's got another run in him, or like you might see the YouTube channel. It's doing great. We might see even explode more. That, after I'll this. take that explosion. Like um, Danny Daniel jokes with me about you know my my. I told you about this. My merchandise now. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. he's like you couldn't sell Latin Lover. Nobody would buy it. But if the T-shirts I have now. They're cool and people would buy it. It's true. Tony Rican the cook is greater than Tony Rican the wrestler. <laughs> okay. So let the explosion of the channel happen. <laughs> yes. So where can we get some of this merch? Um, if you go to averageguygourmet.com, mm-hmm. I actually have a little apparel tab up at the top. Okay. So you could buy uh, hats or t-shirts. And this is the hat that you're currently wearing? Yeah. Well, there's two types of hats. There's this one and there's the, the flat bill. Okay. Like my little brother mm-hmm. bought, he likes the flat bills. Yeah. So I made both available. Um, and that's also where the ebooks will end up. I'll okay. end up having just a, like a little store up there. Nice, cool. So, I thought you were about to say Horchester for a second. No, Horchester no. hats. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we had a we had a uh, uh, um, a discussion about how you say that word, the Horchester sauce. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Because it says Shire at the end. It it ends in S H I R E. The bottle you have says Wor- yeah Worcestershire. That's right? if you look at any of them, they say Worcestershire Shire, but nobody says Shire. But nobody says the Shire. But no one says the Shire. I mean, like you, would, you would think people would just call it Shire sauce, something, and like, like drop the Worcestershire <laughs> part because that part is so difficult to say. Yeah, I'm not even trying. No. Um, so Survivor Series has started. It looks like we're starting with uh, the New Day. New Day versus uh, the Shield. New Day versus the Shield. I'm, I'm like, I wore a blue shirt today for a reason. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very, very team blue. I don't think the New Day are going to win this match, though, because like Roman's back and they're trying to get make the comeback. Right, they're like, trying to get Roman over right. as a baby face. <laughs> yeah, yeah const- that's, again. That's constantly the goal. <laughs> <laughs> We're at year three of trying to make this happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, before we go, let's uh, let's talk. Like, you know, I'm not going to run th- through the whole card, but like Survivor Series. What do you got? We can start with Chris. What are you looking forward to the most? Uh, looking forward to the most uh, is Brock versus AJ. Brock versus AJ, and why? Um, just I think uh, you know Brock. They're gonna build him up as Brock, okay. and AJ just brings that different and in two different styles too. Yeah. So uh, no pun intended, AJ Styles. Yeah. Um, but nice. uh, yeah, I think you know even though I would want AJ to win because I think AJ is your heart wants AJ. I, and and I think if they were to do that, this like AJ seems to be the guy to beat Brock. The guy that could beat Brock. Oh, okay. Right, because I don't, I don't think anybody <laughs> in the card right now, like they, they put against Brock. Like, who is it going to be? They're not going to give it right away to. Well, I think Strowman. I or, think Strowman had the chance, but if it's not Strowman, right. then I, I, it's either no one or like <laughs> or <laughs> no one or Roman probably. Yeah. <laughs> right, then Roman is still in the back. Whatever. But yeah, so that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, I appreciate your optimism on that match too, because yeah. I think Brock is a heavy. But favorite. I think yeah, I think Brock is winning. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, Tony? As far as me, I'm looking forward to the same match. Okay. Um, the thing said is I, I'm very vocal about not believing anybody against uh, against uh, Brock. It, okay. It's like I see these guys and mm-hmm. going against Brock. is like there'll be, you know, that would make a great match. And I'm like, no, it wouldn't. Brock would just squish him. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, because Brock's a real fighter, you know. But out of everybody they put against Brock, who's a smaller guy, I mean, they put Strowman, then you could, you could go, okay, I could believe these two could punch each other. But of all the smaller guys who have faced Brock Lesnar, like you said, AJ's mm-hmm. the one I believe the most. Right. Yeah. He's the one who's like, you know what? This guy can make it somewhat, you know, he can make this believable for yes. me. He can make it, he can, AJ Styles can suspend my disbelief that Brock Lesnar should just tear him apart. Okay. You know, AJ Styles mm-hmm. is that good that he can suspend my disbelief in this. Yes. Um, he, and Vince loves AJ, too. So like maybe there's like a like that's maybe just like giving people a small hint of hope that like, you know. My know, guess is AJ. though that with uh, my guess is that Team SmackDown is gonna to win the Survivor Series event. Okay. Which will cause 
Raw's champion, you know, inverse. Where yes, Team SmackDown right. is the winning team yeah. and the Raw champion is the winning champion, which out. at the end of the day is a wash. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Is there is there even a... Does someone have to win? Is there an uh, odd number... Or excuse me. Like, is there a number a, of matches? Yeah. I, I don't know how many matches, but I'm just... The two... The ones that are going to obviously key on is is the championships. Yeah. Is... I don't know if they'll they'll move forward talking about the women's championship that much, but obviously they'll talk about the... the Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, the the five man. Right. They'll talk about the the world champions and the Universal Champion. Uh huh. I don't even know who are the tag champs. Right? It's, it's it's oh Sheamus Cesaro, Sheamus Cesaro. against the Usos. Usos. They're doing which, like champ versus champ on every level. Yeah, and it's just that one I don't know. Okay. And I swear to God, if Corbin beats Miz. Oh, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just gonna go shoot somebody. Okay. I'm, just, I'm just done. Okay, we're Tony's gonna be off somewhere else, and we're gonna be in his living room watching Survivor Series by ourselves if that happens. Um, I'm just really, I'm, I'm just like so, like we're watching like the the under siege part right here. I am so team blue, like heavy, t- and like yeah, they won. So the, quick question, yeah, before we move any further, does Carmella ca- cash in her money in the bank? That's a good question. I'm gonna say no, no. You know, I like think it so depends on who wins on. the match. Do you think she catches it in after the Good. match? You know, honestly, because if Team Raw wins the match, wouldn't that make a little cool twist on on, on Team SmackDown's part? You know, if, if the Raw Women's Champion wins the match. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Carmella catches it in. And then right there. Pins. Yeah, because then the mm-hmm. Raw Women's Champion wouldn't, you know, wouldn't interfere in any type of way because they don't care what happens on SmackDown. I don't know. So I'm, that would be bl- I'm just throwing ish against the wall to see what happens there. <laughs> well, so one, creative, thing that I, so. one thing that I heard, and, and it's not my idea, but I loved it, was that after the match is so, oh, or no, she inserts herself as a three-way, but because she's team blue, and if she ends up pinning the Raw Women's Champion, she still takes the... The SmackDown, yeah, the SmackDown oh. title. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. That's a little. Okay. Th- that becomes a little convoluted. On yeah. The, on the... But it's different, so that's why I'm like, all right, that caught my attention. I'm like, that's a good. Uh, I, I, would, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, though. But I could see like the ne- upcoming SmackDown, like just on SmackDown. Yeah. To try to pop, to try to oh, true. pop like a an event. Uh, what's it called? Like a a SmackDown event because attend- apparently att- I don't know the numbers, but apparently attendance is down. That's what like people you, are saying. You, I'm watching this hype video. I apologize for the shield. No, it's okay. And what's funny about it is the only guy who's ever alone is Roman Reigns. They're all showing Ambrose and Rollins yeah. together. Oh, but the yeah. only guy they're like, oh, look at how awesome he is on his own is, you know, they do Roman with the slow head turn. And <laughs> right. <laughs> it's all, yeah, it's almost like they're, they're props now. Ambrose and uh, right. oh, there it is, yeah, Roman see? alone. Yeah. And then it's always those two in the screen yeah. together, but Roman's alone. <laughs> That's funny. Um, good observation there. Uh, yeah, I'm just. I just really want Team Blue to prevail. I just feel like the personalities on that roster are just a but. Like, we have Rude on there. Like, I'm talking about the roster as a whole. Right, like, yeah. Rusev. Like, there's just so many more charismatic people on Team John Blue's Cena. roster. John Cena, no. <laughs> Mr. Charisma. Oh my God, how many announcers do you need at one table? Well, please? it's Team Red and uh, Team Blue. So and all Corey of them. Graves is split. Look at that. All his, right, his mm-hmm. uh, his name was split down the middle. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna watch survivor series um, <laughs> let's wrap this one up so uh but before we go quick what's your favorite the your favorite match the one that you've your that you've actually wrestled he's not in. looking at oh, me that i didn't get it I've, actually i've well, been in a ring but i've never wrestled um <laughs> that was a struggle Tony. Ever, well no i thought he was gonna ask what's your favorite match for tonight oh yeah. okay yeah. that i've ever wrestled oh my god um i don't know my favorite but one that stands out a lot is my last match at aaw mm-hmm. um I did some really wild things. Like, you know the balconies over at Bourbon? Uh-huh. I dove off those balconies. Um, I've seen uh, Desmond do that. Yeah, I, I, I That was insane. The, that that second-story balcony onto uh, Keith Walker and Tweak. Oh, wow. Um, I, I I took a, a DDT on that stage. That oh, had, had a stage seat? Yeah, uh-huh. well, there was no seating up there at that time. Okay, uh-huh. And... Um, that actually had a few people worried that I was honestly hurt, and I was mm-hmm. like, I, I kind of felt proud that <laughs> I had you uh, sold it well. That I sold it well enough that people thought I was legitimately hurt. So I mean, I just That's had cool. fun in that match. Um, and I mean, it was like really emotional for me, right. obviously. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a huge match. So nice. Is that on demand? Do you know? That one should be. Yeah. Okay. It, like I said, so it was Scarlet you... Stripes fourteen, and the only other two matches that really stick out mm-hmm. is back to back nights. I worked uh, Chavo Guerrero and Carlito. 
Oh, on a Friday cool. and a Saturday. Nice, nice. So th- those are the times like that really stick out in my head a lot. Yeah, I don't understand. Before we go, I don't understand how. How do you take a DDT and not have it hurt? Or does every DDT oh, it hurts. suck? It hurts. Every oh, DDT God, it sucks. <laughs> it's just, I mean, how much? I, it's, I mean, if you take a good DDT that looks great, it hurts. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and that becomes the thing is there's guys who don't take them that look great that kind of roll through it. Yeah. And you can tell you're just like, eh. Mm-hmm. And then there's guys who take a great DDT that you just, you know, you kind of cringe at and you know something hurts somewhere really right. badly. So, so there's no way to take a DDT without, a good DDT without it hurting. It's, it, Almost any wrestling moves, just it's gonna hurt. Okay, even like a like a pile driver, there's a correct way to do it, right? You know what? Yeah, actually, there is. I you know I take that back. So there's I've taken some really good pile drivers. There's this guy Maddie Star who's out of uh, the Des Moines area. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he wrestled for Blitz. I yeah, saw him at Blitz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me and Maddie, uh-huh. uh, I love Maddie Star to death. Okay, I ha- I had a, a, an awesome program with him. Okay, and uh, he he gave these great pile drivers. He's always freaked out because I told him to give me one on a, on a gym floor. And he okay. was freaking out because we were trying to get his pile driver over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was going to take a month or two off. I said, you know, pile drive me. And he was freaking... Oh, I, so I, cor- I stand corrected. There was no pain in that one at all. Thank God. Okay. Oh, <laughs> nice. But the, most moves, I mean, you're going to feel something. Well, okay. for you, so, I mean, his ass probably hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for him, his ass probably hurt a lot. <laughs> so Nice. All right. So we're going to go. The shield is... Re- Ambrose and Rollins on wrestling on in their their sewn together shirt. I don't understand yeah, why. Yeah, that's they're happening. they're half raw. And notice Roman is not Roman. Roman, Roman is not Roman is the focal point. Really? Always, yeah, always but he's forever. just Roman. Oh wow! He doesn't have the shield raw shirt on. Yep. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we know who's going over. <laughs> yeah, nothing's new. All right. Well, Tony, thank you for having oh, no us, thank and you. thank you for housing us for the next couple hours as we watch this. And thanks for being an awesome guest. Oh no, bro! Thanks really for coming over. It. and... Yeah. And and chilling on my show and everything too. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. So oh, that's, yeah. that's oh, been yeah. the plugs. Like, oh yeah, wrap us up, Chris. You you <laughs> do the ending really well. I'm just gonna shut up over no, here. No, no. Well, Tony, uh, let us know where can we find you on the internet, uh, YouTube channel. It's averageguygourmet.com mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube. Basically, if you look up Average Guy Gourmet mm-hmm. or Tony you, Rican, you've dominated the SEO yeah. on that. That's it. And, and if, that's if, you're it. Gonna, if you look up one of the two, Tony Rican. Mm-hmm. You're gonna come up with either my cooking or some obscure wrestling thing <laughs> that's like way down at the search, or a pile driver uh, on a wood right, floor, you know, or um, either Tony Rican or Average Guy Gourmet. All right, one of the two. Awesome. And, I mean, you'll find you'll find one. And of when's my our episode videos. coming out? Um, it's gonna be. It a will bit? be because I'm a couple weeks ahead, so it'll be the first week of December. Okay. Okay. Cool. Nice. You'll well, get nice. to see us, our hands, and us helping out with the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. If you could, uh, if you want to follow us and talk to us on Twitter. Independently, you could find Charlie at Chuck underscore Colorado. Yep. You can find me at Compadre Chris, and you can talk to the both of us at the same time through two heels and a face. Yep. That's on Twitter. And if you want to visit our website for upcoming uh, local Chicago wrestling indies, uh, you can go to twoheelsandaface.com. You'll find the tab that will tell you upcoming shows, past episodes, past wrestling shows where we have some recaps. Yep. Check that out. And uh, we are good. We're about to go and enjoy the rest of Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. iTunes, SoundCloud, hashtag Push Paco. There you go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>